0: hello hello we got a little bonus episode for you guys um you know we love you we're here for the queers and uh we got a little bonus content going for you here on pride month um also because garrett is uh in real time we'll peek behind the curtain running very late so we're uh we're gonna have a little bonus from this week's guest robbie Banfitch. how you doing bud
1: i'm good
0: you're good yeah i'm very excited Thanks. because i uh, also peek behind the curtain we're doing this before the actual episode but you're yeah. going to hear this afterwards. So uh, a little time wishy washiness kind of like your movie.
1: Yes, time warps. Yeah.
0: Um, it, I mean, at least uh, from some of the theories behind uh, your film, The Outwaters, which I'm, uh, I'm a big found footage fan. So I was uh, very excited to talk about this. Um, I've been hearing about it from I remember before it came out, I'd heard it like from uh well like the very early festival runs, mm-hmm. um uh, people talking about it and it was like sitting on my watch list. I was like, when does this damn movie come out? Um, so I was uh, super excited whenever it dropped, and uh and it was uh kind of one of the more talked about movies of uh 2023 as far as um you know movies that get conversations going, and those are some of my favorite types of movies. Um, so so looking back uh, now, that's been like a few months. Like, what was it like kind of seeing uh, the the conversations about your film and like uh, all these different radical theories and stuff like that?
1: It was a little weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because a lot of the conversation was just. so You think? Uh, yes. Oh, I yeah. saw I, I feel like I saw like a, a nice like balance of like. Of either like people being like oh my god I love this this was terrifying or really the the hate that I saw was just kind of more of the I don't know what's going on I don't get it yeah
1: no it was it was just a lot more it, it was a lot more uh, hated than I thought it would be I knew there'd be a little bit because it's weird but yeah no they got down to pretty low on the IMDB
0: I mean yeah. do do you think that um, uh, having that because it, this is your first feature correct yeah like technically so so you think that um is uh kind of helping you in uh the way you're g- uh, kind of approach your next projects of like now that you like on your first film you kind of got like that you know like crazy oh, it, response out to like kind of take that in
1: yeah no i uh it was always like a my plan to look at everything for this first one and look at everything that was being said good and bad to to figure out what my relationship would be to um, critics and like audience reaction. Mm-hmm. So I've done that now. I think I don't need to do it as much next time.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it, you know, it, it helps get through, uh, get past uh, a little bit of insecurities, uh, which I think, uh, it, you know, it not, it's not like, it, not that you would want this, but you know, mm-hmm. to to try to spin it in a, in a positive light, I suppose. But it was interesting.
1: Yeah. I, uh, yeah.
0: Like, so, so are you, are you pretty plugged into like the internet and online like spheres? And is that like kind of what you were seeing or were you kind of just seeing like the more general reactions Mm, to it? Deep into the letterbox.
1: No. Yeah. Yes. You were lurking. Lurking. Oh, I'd still lurk on the letterbox. (laughs) Um, but yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be able to help it either. I know like, you know, um, I think we're kind of uh starting to get a little bit past the days of, you know, people, the ones that are like, oh, I don't watch my own movies. I don't read the reviews. I don't think because like you almost can avoid it to a degree. <laughs> mm.
1: No, I I, I, I want to see what people think. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, and I kind of figured that um, that you were, you know, kind of uh, very in touch with like uh, the, the Internet realms by the way that uh, you marketed the film. Uh, I thought it was really cool. It kind of uh, harkened back to, you know, Blair Witch Project of, like, you know, putting out all these, like, kind of uh, building out the lore through the through the marketing in a, in a way, which I thought was really cool. Because, like, you guys did, like, a, like, Tumblr page of, like, extra stuff. And, like, you – like, how much footage did you guys shoot for this? Because, obviously, you did the film and then the supplemental
1: short films as well. Like, how much footage did you have? Honestly, I have no idea. Because <laughs> um, I just kept shooting um, and reshooting – and I haven't added it all up. And when I was editing file VL64, um, I found footage that I didn't realize I had shot or had forgotten that I had shot. So,
0: oh wow, um, yeah. Because uh, one of my favorites is um, I know with, uh, with the first Creep movie, uh, Mark Duplass said they shot something like 92 hours, like worth of footage, and like had like five different movies, like the way that like they could have edited it together, like could have mm-hmm. came out like. Um, I mean, and I feel like that is going to happen when you're doing found footage because like that's just kind of the, the nature of it with uh, the camera always rolling type deal.
1: Yeah, it was easy to just shoot a lot. So but that becomes a problem when you're trying to choose things.
0: Yeah, I saw I think I saw in like a mirror shot that uh, you were shooting on a Canon. Did you shoot the entire yeah. thing on a Canon?
1: Yeah, it was all on a Canon 7 d
0: wow that's crazy because I've shot like music videos on like that kind of camera so it's like uh and I feel like that's a the kind of the perfect like in between to where it's like okay it's a little bit past like you know the uh camcorder footage you Mm. see in like certain found footage but then it's also not too polished either
1: I feel like it's such a like nice in between for it yeah it's just the camera I had that I had used for a feature I shot um that is not out yet um so I just still had that camera so I used that but I try to give them totally different looks.
0: I mean, yeah. You know, with those cameras, they, they get like a inherent um, a personality to them. Like I shoot, like I, I still shoot like most of my things on like a Nikon 3200 that like I got like five years ago. And like mm. even at the time that I bought it, it was already like a five-year-old camera. Mm. Um, and I used to like feel like self-conscious with it being like, oh, it's not like as nice as like some of my other like photographer, videographer friends. Um, but then now I, like, kind of appreciate, like, the, the grain and uh, personality that's, like, it has
1: in it. Yeah, once you get a camera, I, every camera I've ever had since, like, um, I first got them in middle school or even maybe earlier, I just, you learn what the camera's capable of and what its personality is like image-wise, and then you can kind of craft stories that fit it. Yeah,
0: and um so so whenever you were coming up with that water so like we were kind of talking off mic and uh so you're not a big found footage person um so did you when you were kind of coming up with ideas for a movie to make like were you thinking of it from like um you know the the low budget angle or were you think of it because you want to do something specifically with the found footage
1: um yeah i'm not a big found footage person in, in that like i don't seek out the um Genre like I I seek out killer animal movies like any kind of killer animal movie I will seek out but I'm not like that with found footage so it's just depends on yeah the Blair Witch Project is one of my favorite movies of all time let alone if it's a good movie it's a good movie Um, I don't know what I was saying but in terms of making this one I had always wanted to make a found footage because the Blair Witch Project is just as soon as I saw it I was making films at the time with my friends um, so I, I tried to make a few found footage movies back when I was little, it didn't work out. So I always wanted to make one and then, yeah, I didn't have any money. So it kind of like worked out. Yeah. Made I mean, it s- made sense, but I, I also like didn't want to make a found footage movie until I had an idea that I was excited by that I felt was unique. Uh, so even though I've always wanted to make one, the reason I haven't until Recently, it was because I never had an idea that I liked enough. If that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. And and was it um, that idea kind of came from a did it come from a pretty personal angle because obviously you kind of play a version of yourself in the in the film. Um, so were you kind of pulling from uh, you know personal things that like that spawned this idea that you felt worth telling, or were you more interested in the kind of more cosmic horror angles?
1: The idea was just spawned from the word Outwaters, Um, so it started. uh, And and the the movie was like, I wanted to make a found footage movie. Practically, that's what I could do. Um, And then I don't know. I came up with this word Outwaters after watching Outlands, or Outland with Sean Connery. Mm -hmm. I love that word.
0: Interesting.
1: So I thought the Outwaters would be a good title for a horror movie. And then I was like, oh, what would that movie be like? And I started getting, like, images. And then in exploring, like, in filming it and writing it, that's where more personal stuff came in. But Hmm. the idea for it was just images coming from the word, which isn't a word.
0: I love that. I I, kind of do that with... um with uh either like song ideas some like some of my song ideas have been just from like titles that I'm like oh I'm like that sounds like it could be a thing and then like see where it like kind of goes from there mm-hmm. uh, also interesting because the the movie is a very dry movie um so it kind of makes you think of like oh it's like in the you know that water just kind of being like uh, the maybe the the this liminal space in this desert
1: or something like that um yeah because we were. It was literally, I mean, I didn't n- quite know this when I was writing it, but we wound up filming on a dry lake bed and these, like, dry, I don't know if they're rivers or creeks, but everything that, everywhere we were filming used to be underwater, so it worked out. <laughs> Interesting.
0: I, I I really like uh, kind of. Uh, letting I, I feel like that's kind of the best way to do these found footage movies because in a way since you are like shooting so much like the movie kind of finds itself more as you're making it versus like kind of uh, you know putting a lot more of like thought and preparation mm-hmm. into it
1: yeah I had a very basic uh, I had the idea a very specific trajectory I knew the first half was going to be like slice of life and how I was going to do that and um, but within the story idea and the threat idea, I was able to, it was like kind of a plan to be able to explore. So there's a lot of stuff in there that wouldn't have been in there if I didn't give myself a framework to explore within. Yeah.
0: Like it need some breathing room, you know, it needed wiggle room to be able to, uh, take in different, different, uh, ideas that like kind of could come to it. And, uh, and, and again, like, you know, people, Uh, Have you know come up with all these different theories and like you know behind all the uh, not only what is in the film itself but then like kind of what you uh, were kind of putting out like in these like kind of cryptic like twitter messages like so like how much of that actually has any like thought behind it and then how much of is like you also like kind of want to feed into like the lower angle of the found footage
1: oh wait is that question yeah Oh, so how much of what I put out online is... Like, like as far as, like, yeah, like, with these, like, kind of... by the seat of my pants kind of thing? And then mm-hmm. how much is, like, planned? Yeah. Okay. Because cause I, cause I always, like, you know... I'm careful... I guess it's a little bit flowy and, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, tr- I, I try to be careful not to put something out there that's, like, against the lore I have in my head. Okay. I don't know if that answers your question.
0: No, like, I mean, it's like, for one, it's fun. Obviously you want to throw people off to a degree. Like, you know, you don't want to like spoon feed people. But, um, I, I just, I find it intriguing, like, uh, with found footage, like you're, you know, like you're trying to obviously like make it as real as possible. So like, I always love when you can take these, like added, like little extra lore things. to so like kind of make it feel uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more authentic, Um, and so, like, I really love, like, again, just, like, how what you were doing with, like, the Twitter account, the Tumblr page, and, like, all these things, like, made it feel like this, like, entity was, like, real before I even, like, you know, like, saw the film.
1: Well, I shot some at High Tops, which we were talking about earlier. Oh, okay. Some lore (laughs) for the Tumblr. Interesting. Okay. So, I guess more planned. Yeah.
0: Interesting. And then, and so, because, obviously, we have, like, the, the main film itself. And you can only, you know, fit so much into it. So when you kind of had the the supplemental short films, were those out of just because you're just like, oh, hey, I have this, like, extra footage, like, type stuff? Or was there, like, at one point, like, a kind of long version where
1: all this kind of stuff was included? Um, No, The Outwaters was always supposed to be the way it is right now in terms of, like, its own film. And it wasn't supposed to have a prequel or a... Um, I don't know if the addendum is right word. Epilogue. Um, in shooting it and editing it, I got ideas that I wanted to explore. So that's why I made the other two. And actually, Card Zero is like... I think I filmed almost all of that after I filmed The Outwaters. Oh, um, interesting. The only thing that... I, so Outwaters used to have a scene... There was always going to be one scene where I was like with a guy implied it's like a lover of some kind someone i was in love with there was going to be one scene in the main movie but um it just there's so much in the first half and having another random person that you never see again mm-hmm. um felt yeah kind of pointless so that's where card zero came from because i wanted to just actually explore the some of the stuff i was going to put in that one scene
0: interesting because i i really liked card zero i thought i and it, Cause I couldn't, and I honestly couldn't tell like if it was like, I was like, I was like, I can't tell if this is extra footage or if it was like kind of an after thing. And now that now it makes sense on like why it is feels so satisfying as like a, as a, um you know, doing it afterwards. Cause like, it like kind of filled in a lot of things that like I was wanting in the, in the original film. I was like, I was like, Oh, I kind of want to, you know, like I'm more intrigued by, you know, Robbie's like kind of past flame, like kind of thing that uh, versus like the kind of brother stuff. So like, after I watched like Card Zero, I was like trying to think in my head, I was like, is there a way that like, it was like, oh, if there was like, like for me personally, I was like, there's a perfect film. Like if you like would take like some of, some of the stuff out of like the first 30 minutes of Outwars and then just put some of mm-hmm. the Card Zero stuff in, I feel like it would be integrated so well. But then again, I love it being
1: this yeah. kind of separate, like filling in the gaps. Well, I could tell you that after the fact, I was like, oh, it might've might been like, stronger as a narrative if uh if i just like went on this thing with my boyfriend but i mean i was single so i didn't and most of the stuff i shot was Mm -hmm. just real so couldn't include a a love story
0: No, and 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 that's why it also still works very well separately because then when you're watching the Outwaters itself, like, you know, Julian is truly just like kind of this ghost, like, you know, we don't know anything about it, but like he is still this presence that looms over, you know, and affects Robbie in the film. So it's like you still feel that. So then having it be separate and then watching him being like, Oh, okay, this is the ghost that you've this weight that you've kind of been feeling as you watch the Outwaters
1: yeah I, I like how it all worked out and how it, but but there was a moment when I was like oh it could have been streamlined it could have been it could have been but it's a, again it, it
0: it it adds to kind of the again like the, the expanded
1: oh, yeah. world of the found footage but then I guess but then I'm like that's me looking at it after the fact when I was making it I still always had the the gay scene in mind and it never really germinated into like wanting that to be a big part of the story
0: yeah because that's that's what i was curious about too because uh we we've talked in a couple of these um you know pride episodes whether it be this past month or uh in previous years of you know as nice as it is to you know like want to have a film where you have a very like explicit central queer story happening but then again it's also nice to just like have queer characters also just like having you know the the regular stories that are also being told for everyone else you know mm-hmm. um so i do kind of like that in the separation of it it's like not that i don't still don't feel the queerness coming through in the outwaters but then you know uh, without the julian stuff i made stuff, sure it,
1: to dance in the of course, of course. <laughs> red lighting
0: so exactly so it's give, like
1: to to give that yeah you know? yeah so
0: i mean because uh, again it's like it, uh, it's a, a nice like little extra like if you want it type deal it works very well in that way um but it also um still strengthens um at least for me like uh now like wanting to go back and watch watch it again now seeing what i've seen with a uh, card zero i'm intrigued to see like uh the the kind of differences that it makes
1: yeah i i that thing was in mind of um i always got a little bit more i felt a little bit better about myself being gay when i would see characters that were gay in films but mm-hmm. their story wasn't necessarily about that they were just like another person mm-hmm. so i always so that is probably one of the things that kept the main feature of outwater is just yeah i'm gay but it has nothing to do with the story um, yeah
0: do you do you feel that way in general with uh kind of the things that you create that like um do you feel do you feel that's important to you like in a lot of the projects you're doing or is it kind of more like Oh, like if I feel that I need to put, you know, uh, a queer subject or theme that I'm passionate about into it, I can. But like, it's not like in your. I think it's in the front of your mind always. I think it's just case by
1: case, like mm-hmm. every individual situation's different. So card zero, very that like, when I had the idea for that it was very much important
0: yeah once i have like this yeah. you know you know uh very sad you know queer love story uh like it it broke my heart a little bit i was like i, I very much like uh it, it felt very relatable and like kind of um you know getting in your head about certain situations and then again then that retroactively like you makes me getting
1: in your head about love situations no i second guessing and doubting like everything all the time
0: Oh, I, I, I definitely do because I, I feel that. Like, it's like, you know, like, it's like when a, it, the, uh, that moment when, you know, a crush goes from a crush to like, oh no, I'm like down bad. And then so, like, it, it very much like now, retroactively looking back on the Outwaters, I'm like, oh, now I know exactly like what he was feeling, like when they were like in this desert situation, like why he was more susceptible to succumb to what happened to them in the desert. You're like you're like yeah exactly Love. just just the way I plan
1: oh oh no I see what you saying. um you know what's funny no obviously yeah I didn't plan it that way but looking back on it when I was filming I was actually in that situation so just naturally does mm-hmm. that make sense
0: oh yeah no okay. like it, it's a it's one of the things that like yeah just like kind of uh, things subconsciously seep into your work you like know?
1: in real life when I was filming that is kind of what was happening Interesting.
0: Wait, when but you were filming Card Zero, no or when filming had, the, the Outwaters? When I was
1: filming the Outwaters, in reality, that's what was kind of going on. But oh, okay. I didn't think about that until uh, now. Maybe you didn't. You, so you, you didn't. So I didn't plan it. But yeah, I mean, it, but it, it's there. But you felt it because, I guess, it was literally there
0: okay and now i that's really cool because like now it's like it in forms that's like oh like you know you just kind of weren't ready to deal with that when you were filming it initially nice. but then like you know going through the film like kind of got you maybe to that point to where you're like okay let me go ahead and like try to uh contextualize these feelings <laughs> that i was yeah. feeling
1: Carzi zero is my very first like attempt at like r- getting really personal with any of the film stuff i do so mm-hmm. i thought i should try that I feel and that. now it's a little cringy. That's no, amazing. no. Well, for me,
0: no. I mean, I, no. I because <laughs> like watching I, it and
1: filming it, it was like
0: oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, of course, I mean, it's going to feel that way because like, especially when you're filming yourself on top of it too, you know, it'd be different if like you were still filming your story, but like with somebody else doing it, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. wouldn't feel as cringy to you. But like when you're like watching yourself do it, then you're always like, oh, okay. So this is what I look like and how, uh, like what I feel, you know? I was like, oh God, it's like,
1: that's not how I am. Is it? I was like, no, that's not how I am. And then it, it is, but like worse. So
0: no I, I i really love that because i mean i because i i i relate to that similarly like i've been trying like like uh one of my like latest like podcast goals is i've been like trying to be like hey let me like bring more personal things into our like film discussions rather than like i'm good at talking about the film stuff but i'm like hey let me talk about feelings you know so it's oh. like a, it's a it's tough to like kind of push yourself and then i'm listening back on the editing and i'm just like oh what my god what feelings yeah. have you
1: been having lately oh
0: man like all sorts of stuff you know like I mean it it, it's again like kind of a case by case thing like you can go like people can listen to like a lot of our episodes and like I talk a lot about the film stuff but it's it's like oh like now I'm like let me uncover some of my stuff like uh in the in the paranormal episode last year like I was like kind of like whenever I was like oh yeah like you know uh, this reminded me of my relationship with my dad and the way that I you know like thought that he saw me as a, as a, you know, young, uh, queer, sad boy, you know? So it was like, that was like kind of a, a, a step to me being able to like kind of pull some
1: more of that into, into this world. What was your favorite young queer sad boy movie? Oh, when you were uh, younger? Oh, I mean, I'm high school. a, i am mean, I mean, I
0: know it's not in fashion to really love Tim Burton now, but Is like I'm a, a, I'm a Burton boy. Apparently not. Uh, uh, I mean, I I, I, I still, I mean, it's interesting because people, it, it's a, it's a whole race thing, you know? And so that's why for me, it's interesting. I'm like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Brown guy and I still like Tim Burton. I don't know, but you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. Hold on one sec. Cause I think Garrett is here.
1: The other person, your other co-host is here conveniently so you can get out of talking about your feelings.
0: Boom. Oh, my God. You got me. You got me. Look at that, guys. Look at the time on the bonus episode. Um, The therapy session will have to wait until next time. Um, But uh, I'm glad that, um, you know, you were able to Mm -hmm. share share what you were working on and the way that you worked through your feelings. So congratulations to you. I haven't quite
1: worked through them but
0: hey we're all a work in progress all work in progress um but uh hope you guys enjoyed just a a little sneak but a little sneak peek behind the curtains of the outwaters uh you can find the outwaters and the supplemental short films on Screenbox. so go check those out
1: and if i sound like an asshole at any point i'm sorry i'm hungover
0: but now will go ahead and do it for this week's episode of the Spectre Cinema Club. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Subscribe to not miss a thing. You can follow us on social media at Spectre Cinema on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars, a nice little review. We appreciate you. But until next time, guys, stay lifted.